0: welcome back to another episode of kicking it with coach red where we bring you all the new stories takes and opinions about your favorite teams from the pacific north fresh from the good to the bad to the mariners the mariners baby they're One back more night if you're listening to this on the audio, it is the day before opening day, and if you're watching this on YouTube, happy opening day to you! Yeah, <laughs> this
1: it's like literally the greatest sports day, at least for me, of the year.
0: Oh, it's it's a great great. You know day. what? Your every team's on stable ground. Every team comes in same record.
1: Yeah, uh, except but, except for Oakland.
0: Nope that actually they start the season in zero. And zero. you know never, never would have thought but they actually do <laughs> but before we get into this mariners extravaganza episode why don't i tell you who we are if you're looking for a guy who since his days as a youth ball player in middle school his friends said he had a j-lo booty but i disagree i think it's a big dumper that's me your boy <laughs> Coach Red. You can find me on Twitter at The Real Coach Red, on Instagram at The Real underscore Coach Red. Also, hop on over to YouTube, search Kicking It with Coach Red. Like, subscribe, hit the bell notifications. Some comments are coming through. It's good to see. And also, big shout out I will be going to opening day tomorrow. So, hop on over to Insta on Friday for a sweet reel of the opening day experience. Um, I I will
1: second the the JLo booty. Uh, no, big I, dumper. I I, I remember <laughs> everybody calling you that when I was a little kid. Yeah, it's, so, big,
0: it's big dumper now.
1: <laughs> not right. forever, J Lo.
0: If you're looking for a guy that's ready to bring the hype train for this episode, much like the hype train has been chugga chugga choo choo for jared kelnick you might be looking for a guy like killing Kane, aka satosaurus rex where you at? that's me
1: that's me you can find me on twitter and youtube at killing Kane.
0: and if you're looking for a brother from another mother mm-hmm. of thai france <laughs> you might want to hit up lefty france lefty where you at
2: Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France on Instagram at DFrance13. Go over and follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Coach
0: Red Pod. Follows, us, follows, us, follows. Us. Do it, freaking do it.
2: Just do
0: it. Before do we it. get too we deep to into style. this, I just want to do a quick shout out. Um, hop on over to the Players Tribune and read Julio Rodriguez' his entry into that because. It didn't get me as hyped as the Mitch Handiger and the drought, but it got me going. It, um, it, it, it was it gave me my jollies. <laughs> it was fantastic. Well. Great read. read. Yeah, suck it, Kevin Mather. You dumbass. I'm so glad that he's gone. I think it was a rallying cry for these guys, you know, in the last year. And you've seen this team be such tight-knit. The reputation is that people want to play here, and I think you're seeing that with Tay Oscar even going through the arbitration process. He's like, no, I got nothing left for the Mariners. I know this is part of the deal, and it's great to see, and I think that this clubhouse is going to be a fun one to watch from start to finish. They are called the
1: Electric Factory for a reason.
0: Yep, they produce electricity, but before we do that, let's go – Little bit about the Mariners last year. Finished the season 90 wins, 72 losses. One in the wild card round against the Blue Jays, lost in the division round against the Astros in probably the closest games the Astros played in the playoffs. So we put a poll out there on Twitter. We had a three way tie between uh, 75 to 85 wins. 85 to 93 wins and 93 plus. So we ran a second poll. And Run it back. Unanimous, it came back at 85 to 93 wins. So let's go around the table. Lefty, where do you have the Mariners clocking in this year? Win-loss record.
2: I've got them at 93 and 69. Ooh, la nice. La. <laughs> yeah, Three games, three more wins than last year um i mean it's tough to win 90 games in a season and let alone back to back uh seasons a lot can happen a lot of games but i definitely think they're going to improve from last year they've got some key added pieces um and i mean 3 wins is better than nothing and less than what they did last year but it's going to be tough. The Astros are always good. So, um, but yeah, I, I think they will finish 93 and 69. Kate, where you got them sitting? I have them at 104
1: and 56.
0: <laughs> fire! Yeah. Man, I should have t- called you sure. Little Wayne, dude. you coming in being the fireman. And I'll oh, tell you my why. Oh, I'll
1: tell you why. You're in a division where. Angels aren't very good. They added a lot of stuff, but they're still not very good, especially with two of the best players in the world. They keep losing. They can't ever stay healthy. That's one big thing. You have to play Oakland, and sometimes they're scrappy. But you also have to play Texas. You have to face DeGrom maybe a couple times a year, and that's fine, but everyone else they can hit. And they also held their own against the Astros – In the playoffs, as you said, I mean, that was a series they should have easily won. In my opinion, game game, one, game one would have been the difference maker for sure. And I just think this team has taken leaps and strides on cutting or like getting rid of the bad pieces like Jesse Winker. We all expected him to come in and just produce, produce, produce. The dude didn't. He 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 produced
0: uh, the double wink, baby. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, a,
1: a, a, <laughs> one of the only good things that he did for the team win was the fight. was yeah, yeah. <laughs> win the fight which sparked the 14 game win streak <laughs> i see this team just absolutely yeah. blowing out of the gate and trying to win that first place spot so Whew. Where, Coach where Red,
0: you
2: got out. Yeah,
1: yeah Co- Coach Red, what do you <laughs> what do you have to grace us?
0: Man, it's going to be a tough follow up to that thing. Whew. Um, I've got them at ninety two and seventy, and I have some reasoning behind that. With the way the there's less divisional games this year, I think they will beat up on the A's. think that texas is improved i think the angels are improved and the astros are still going to be the astros but what i need to see more of is the mariners taking advantage of when they're playing subpar competition and not playing down to their level when they play the highest competition you look at their record against the mets the yankees uh tampa bay you look at cleveland these were all series that they won. And you look at where they had trouble, the Tigers, year in, year out, struggle <laughs> against the Tigers, the Twins, the White Sox, like some of these lower-level teams that they're just not doing it. And like you were saying, Kane, they have made strides forward. They've gotten deeper in their rotation. With the addition of Luis Castillo, you have a full year of him. You have – George Kirby, another year of experience with Logan Gilbert, your lineup has gotten longer. You know, I'd say that Colton Wong and Adam Frazier at the beginning of the season call him a push, but with the health and productivity of Teoscar Hernandez versus Mitch Haniger's health and productivity last year, you're going to see a jump up there. There are going to be some guys that produce at a very high level that you'll see some regression. It's baseball, but it's going to be interesting to see how some of these changes, the larger bases, the pitch clock, the banning of the shift, how those all play in to the equation in the grand scheme of things because god damn it if it doesn't suck the most that you're playing the best contact team at the beginning of the year with no shift like right out the gate you've got the cleveland guardians seven of your first 10 games yeah it's not a fun start but huh. they more than held their own against cleveland all last year yeah i just
1: this this i this is the day i've been waiting for like baseball season is my favorite season i tend to have the game on almost every single night i am
0: just so ecstatic that this team is back well i'm ecstatic about our projection episode of the 26 man roster i'm getting 25 of 26 the only slip up was we had evan white in there and didn't have uh Lestella, but one host did have Lestella as the long shot to make the team and that was me, your boy, Coach <laughs> So we, we, we hit all the bases, but look, I'll do a quick rundown. Uh, start with the pitching staff. You got Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, Marco Gonzalez, George Kirby. Came up chalk like we were expecting. The bullpen, you've got Munoz, Seawald, Big Boss Diego Castillo, Matt Brash, Matt Festa, Penn Murphy, Trevor Gott. And Chris Flexen. I don't mm. think I missed anyone there. No. We, we got got correct as well. Get got. Uh, outfield, got, got Pollock, <laughs> Kelnick, got Julio, Tay Oscar. Around the infield, you've got Ty France, Colton Wong, JP Crawford, Gino, Tom Murphy, Cal Raleigh, and then your utilities, Cooper Hummel, and Ham Swaggerty, aka Sam Haggerty. Yup.
1: Quick question about Robbie Bray. Did he come? Him and Logan Bolt, I believe, came to camp with a new pinch this year. So a a splitter on a lefty is absolutely gross.
0: And I think this is going to spring training numbers. I know they were good. He had like a .5 ERA in like 18 Ks.
1: Yeah, bring that to the regular season, baby. Let's go.
0: For real. 104 wins. And he (laughs) amped it up. Like, when he started opening day last year, I mean, seven strong. And you got La Prieta, Luis Castillo, pitching opening day. I mean, the biggest question mark for me is – Who's your DH opening day? Let's let's throw it to the room. Um, Can I save you for last because you're going to probably, like, say the Bat Boy or some shit, get real wild. <laughs> oh, Lefty, who's your, hey, you who's told your me to
1: player? bring the Thunder, all right?
0: All right. Let's go. Let's go. Opening day roster. Uh, go across, start and left, work your way to right, and work your way around the infield. Finish with DH. Oh, God. Put you okay. on the spot here. So left, I'm going Kelnick.
2: Center Julio, right Teoscar, um, third Gino, short JP, second Wong, first Ty France catcher, big dumper. Oh God, DH is a tough one. (laughs) Um,
0: who's Kane? I look into this. Who's starting opening day for the Guardians?
1: It's either Shane Bieber or Tristan McKenzie.
0: No, Tristan McKenzie's out for Oh, that
1: is. I did see that. It's probably Bieber or Savali then.
0: It's got to be Shane Bieber.
1: So you're getting a righty.
0: Alright, so look for a left-handed bat. Lefty. I could potentially see
2: Pollock playing left and Helmet DHing maybe. Hey, that's his choice. Kane, that's fair. Choice. You know what? You know
1: what? that's fair. Sorry,
2: I don't think it'll happen. But or even having Sam Haggerty fucking DH, the
0: whole bed. That's fair. Hey, Switch Kane, switchy. Kane, you gotta be you gotta be careful. We're one f bomb away from this. <laughs> Sorry, <center. laughs> I wasn't expecting yeah. it from Lefty. I wasn't expecting it. I apologize. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Um, I got Kelnick for his defensive prowess and strong spring training left. Julio, obviously, in center. Tay Oscar, right. I'm same around the horn. Um, for DH, I'm going to go Cooper Hummel opening day, and I'm going to go with that. Another guy, strong spring training. He can bring that bat from the – he's a switch hitter too, Right.
1: Um, I believe so, but I think he's got better power numbers against righties.
0: Yeah, so perfect guy to slot in. I mean, I wanted so hard to put Tom Murphy at my DH spot because there's so much fun that you have with the three catcher dynamic. Like Cooper Hummel could be our new Luis Torrens, our our long favorite son, (laughs) and you could think of it this way. We're all we're all from the state of Washington. We all grew up Mariners fans, and that's what Cooper Hummel is coming off the season that the Mariners had last year. Him being a local product, tomorrow is going to be fan. God, I wanted to drop the F on there. <laughs> do it, do, it, no, do not, it, do it, do it. Not dropping the E's yet. That's on the clinch episodes. We already know that. Um, but. This could test if joy. our viewers go up with yeah. an E on it. That's true. <laughs> Maybe. But think about the joy and euphoria that you would get as a, if you right now played in the bigs and you get to come home to the, your hometown team after the most magical season in two decades.
1: Well, I mean, let's look at Matthew Boyd last year. We, we picking him up. He was ecstatic to come yeah. play for his home team.
0: Kane, I'm guessing you also add Hummel, so give give some Hummel. Stat. Yeah, give uh, me some stats.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't have it. Oh, uh, source Rex. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, like um, three dingers
0: in spring training. There uh, you
1: go. I saw a
2: picture of Tom Murphy, and the guy looks jacked. Like good.
1: He's got to. He's got to keep rip. that
2: back in shape.
1: Yeah. All right. So in spring training cooper hummel hit 275 40 at bats 15 runs 11 hits four home runs seven RBIs, and four stolen bases yeah he's he's the ultimate guy to give somebody the day off yeah or or as you you know put him at the dh spot um so my left field i've got kellen going against the matchup you want lefty heavy hitters when they are facing a righty. J Rod probably going to be the leadoff guy, and
0: I've absolutely seen be some a little Colton Batten leadoff. Uh, I like or Batten too. I
1: I feel like he would be more of a six or a seven guy, and you would have JP round out the lineup like you did last year. Yep. But you have J Rod, Teoscar, Gino. JP, Colton Wong, Ty France, Cal behind the plate because he was mashing righties last year. And my DH would be Cooper Hummel. Just more lefties in your lineup for a, a pitcher like Shane Bieber who doesn't throw extreme gas and relies a lot on his off speeds. I think this team's going to dial in early against him.
0: I hope so. Yeah. If I'm going straight lineup, I'm going Julio leading off, Ty France in the two hole. Um, Go ahead and put Teoscar hey, bat, bat in three yeah. for me. Gito mm-hmm. bat four. Go ahead and give me Kelnick in the five Ooh, spot.
1: Ho, 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 ho. I thought you were going
0: to go fucking Nope. Out. Nope. Going oh. Kelnick in the five <laughs> oopsie, spot. Oopsie. <laughs> don't worry. It was soft enough. Not everyone heard it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah no, i thought I'm not you were going to in the five spot when well, I think cal's going in the five yeah. thank you the six yes. um go ahead and give me cooper hummel at seven colton wong at eight and give me jp in the oh. nine hole and i i believe colton wong is he a righty or lefty hitter he's lefty because he's gonna platoon oh. with Dylan Moore, when healthy. You're going to have so many
1: lefties at the bottom of this lineup, which you did not have last year. Well,
0: and you've got the speed aspect with Hummel clocking in at four stolen bases. Colton Long still has some speed. And JP, although he doesn't have the stolen base numbers, you cannot find He's me quick. a better guy at cutting bases and getting great angles than JP Crawford. That Man. dude, I've seen him score looking so effortlessly on a ball he shouldn't have scored from first base multiple times across his Mariners career
1: yeah I, I just think that's that's the most ideal lineup kind of Cal being your your big guy because two three four can get on yeah and then you and bring call up, him mash and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and you know every time Cal has came up for me and MLB the show I always go and now to the plate we got big double <laughs>
0: yeah all right so speaking you talking about big power and all that Let's let's go some first for the seasons. Uh, we'll go with Kane to lead this one off. Kane, who hits the first home run for the Mariners this year?
1: His name on the route to his All Star year, Jared Kelenic.
0: First inning. Or first second? at bat. First inning or second inning?
1: Uh, second at bat because I or second, second inning because I don't think he'll get the first inning. Bieber's gonna come out and shove, but I think second inning. They get a hold of him. You're getting all to the lefties. And I believe he is going to lead it off.
2: All right. Lefty. Who you got? First picker <laughs> of the year. I'm going to go with Gino. It's a good it's, pick. I, don't, I think if they'll go one, two, three, Gino lead off the second inning with a bomb. You know what? That's fair. That's
1: a great pick. That's a fantastic pick. <laughs> Coach Red, who you got?
0: I think Luis Castillo is going to come out, face maximum of four hitters, not give up a run in the first. And Julio Rodriguez is going to send the place into the stratosphere and set the tone for the season with a leadoff (laughs) homer. I I wanted to go with that. If he hits a leadoff homer, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. He's going to go
1: get another beard. If 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 <laughs> it's all run, we no, will go get another I'm, beer.
0: I'm not because I like need to stay awake because I could barely stay awake fighting this sickness. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm like I might have one beer the entire game, to How be she? completely honest. But How no, she? like Julio Rodriguez, like his first game back from the DL sent first at bat at home, yeah yeah
2: yeah just tapped,
0: yeah. and you, what a way. To set the tone to start the season, your new young superstar just going Yahtzee. That would be fantastic. Oh, man, I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about it. So, better (laughs) now. Speak it into existence. (laughs) All right. So, gave you a little bit of preview. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper. I don't know who I'm going to start with here. All right. So, we're going to give you. A position player and a pitcher who we think are going to overperform and underperform based on their preseason projections for us. Lefty, go ahead and give me your pitcher who you think will underperform.
2: So I'm gonna go with Diego Castillo as the underperformer. I know I said overperformer He's at first. He's flipping the script. Yeah, I'm flipping it. Um I just I couldn't get behind it. He has struggled since he's been in Seattle. Um, He's very streaky. Yeah, very streaky. Has good nights. Also has terrible nights. So I just think it's going to stay the same for him. Potentially be worse. And I think he needs to get out of Seattle, honestly. But for both Seattle and his sake, but I'm going with Diego as my underperforming
0: pitcher. Kane, who's your underperformer? My underperformer is going to be Marco Gonzalez. So I've, you're shitting on the only lefty in the rotation. Yeah, wow. Man. Le- left-handers <laughs> unite, I guess. I,
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Marco, and he has given his everything to this team, especially when you had a – very aging Felix. Marco was kind of our saving grace and with the Yusei Kikuchi not being super great. Um Don't even remind me. <laughs> so, I just, the distaste I have for Marco's style of pitching in this new era of baseball just doesn't mesh. Like, if you're not pumping gas and your off-speed isn't on point, which is what he thrives on is his off-speed stuff. I just think he's going to get shelled around more, and the Mariners are going to have to make a decision at some point in the season to to maybe put Flexen as that fifth guy, or maybe call up Emerson.
0: I would say Bryce Miller is probably a little closer than Emerson right now. He's you'd the, be top the you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Who do you got, coach? This one hurts me because it's a guy that I do love but you've seen some chinks in the armor and hopefully it's not going to be in big spots but for me it's Paul Seawald because he's gone through stretches where he can become home run prone and he's a late inning guy for Scott Service and if he's pitching in those games it's usually because they're a little bit closer so I'm hoping that the home run ball won't plague him again, but I could definitely see a regression in that because I love nothing more than seeing Paul Seawall just flex on yeah. people after he strikes out that last better of an inning. But there were times last year where you saw some struggles and I could see that progressing a little bit more because he's not getting any younger.
2: Right.
1: I mean, uh, I, I really love Seawald, but as you said, I, I think the only execution pitch that he has is his slider because he throws a four seam and a two seam and it, it's really tough to be a dominant closer when you only have a yeah. fastball
0: and a slider. Yeah, but with that two seam, you get some you get some interesting run on it. A little so, bit, but... Alright, um, pitcher you think that is going to overperform? Let's go with Lefty France.
2: I got Andres Munoz as the overperformer.
0: The bombero, yeah, the next great closer that <laughs> See, the Mariners that's what have produced. I was gonna
2: say, yeah, is what Coach Red was saying is Seawald could struggle, and depending on how much he's struggling, Munoz could slide into that closing position. Guy throws gas and has a disgusting off speed, like makes people look silly. So, I think he is the next. The upcoming closer for the Mariners. So I think he's going to have an incredible year and have quite a bit of saves too. So, okay. Andres Munoz, where are you going? My overperformer for pitchers
1: for the 2023 season. Give me the second year guy, George Kirby. I think you're not going to limit him. As hard this year. You You're not going to
0: limit him at all.
1: You are going to let him cook. And he is going to come out. Like it's game three. Of the ALDS. Every single outing. And he is going to shut. The competition down. And he will have the best season. For all Mariners pitchers.
0: Coach Rankin are you taking who i mean lefty's got got me hyped up on the relievers king got me thinking starters (laughs) give me logan gilbert and the reason i'm going logan gilbert he comes in with the new pitch in that splitter he's a guy that gets deeper into games you saw him take that step forward last year and i'm expecting more of the same and he's a guy that i think could be on the cusp of 20 wins out of your three spot, which is bananas to think about. Yeah. He pinpoints accuracy. He can get some quick innings. When he avoids the big inning, he's awesome. And that was his issue as rookie year. He couldn't figure out how to get out of an inning. And that was fixed last year. You saw him get deeper into games. You saw the wins ratchet up. And it seems like he's that guy that he's like the reverse Felix Hernandez syndrome where when Felix was on the bump, he couldn't score runs and it was a struggle to win behind him. I feel it's the exact opposite for Logan Gilbert when he's on the bump, like the runs just come in bunches. Mm-hmm. So I think she you knows. can see some big things, especially yeah. in win loss column for Logan Gilbert this year.
1: Uh, the, the scariest thing in my opinion about this whole entire pitching staff is one through four can easily individually have around a low two to a mid two ERA across the board. King coming in with the fire takes, like <laughs> man That that's how good that this man. team can be. in the only like besides Marco, but I, I feel like robbie will get lit up a little bit because that's what happens. But he's still gonna have high strikeouts.
0: Yep. I almost I almost went with Chris Flexen because you're not expecting much out of him, and him yeah. just being very good in the bullpen when an injury hits. Him also doing well in the rotation or yeah. matt brash because matt brash is poised to be the setup guy <laughs> behind oh yeah. at some point like he's, the future is bright for he's, the bullpen. he's
1: going to be devin williams practically devin williams is in today's day and age of baseball the ultimate setup guy you can't Wasn't put a him boy in guard as guard
0: for like the jazz no oh that was the wrong <laughs>
1: <That was Deron. laughs> i'm talking about the brewers pitcher
0: I mean I in all the Jason games Jason Williams white in <laughs> all of the games that
1: he came in in the WBC is the setup absolutely shut down and it gave way for your ninth inning guy and and that's exactly what I see Brash doing cuz he's got a five pitch mix going into that setup role and that's that's scary within itself
0: All right now we're going to go to the position players lefty who is your position player that you think is going to underperform a little bit?
2: Sorry, Kane, but I'm going with Jared Kelnick. <laughs> I, I just can't, it. I just can't get behind it. I, until he re- truly proves something like, yeah, he had a great spring training, but that's not really saying a ton. Like he's facing some guys that are going to be in the minors. Um, I hope he has a great year, but it, I just can't get behind it. And everyone's hyping him up that he's going to have a breakout season. So I think he's going to underperform from what everyone's expect, expectations are of
0: him. We'll have a chance or a rebuttal, chill. Yeah, a sh- I know, shame. I'm just making his blood boil. Let's keep it fresh. <laughs> Let's keep it fresh. All right. Kane, who's your underperformer?
1: Wilder performer is going to be AJ Pollock. Um didn't have the greatest spring. Didn't have the greatest 2022. I believe he was with the White Sox last year. And with that White Sox lineup how it was structured, it kind of gave him all the tools necessary to succeed, especially with Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Tim Anderson, you know, the whole the whole gang that they've got there. I just don't see him really contributing much. I
0: I have a question for you. Yes. He has a fish-based name and is going to a nautical-based team. Do you think that will have any play
2: play on
0: the field? He's also
1: 35. So he's a guy in years past that has hit, can hit up to 25 home runs. And that's kind of what I was hoping to get when we signed him. I just don't think he'll be the option for a platoon guy all year. I think you're going to see Sam or Cooper out there a lot more with Kalanick.
0: Coach Red? I have some flashbacks, a little PTSD to the word soggy arm to the uh, (laughs) Drew Smiley um, experiment and hearing that about J.P. Crawford doesn't give me a lot of optimism if you will. Um he came out hot last year, kind of struggled a little bit, became more of a contact guy down down the stretch. I think that he's going to be a capable nine hitter, but I think that you're going to see him struggle a little bit more with injuries this year and with the talent that you have on this team, he could lose some playing time as it goes along, which I hope isn't the case because He's the firecracker of the infield. You feel like JP's been here for a decade, even though he's been here for three years. He's three been the cornerstone of the rebuild. And I think that with the Mariners not going after the high profile shortstops, a lot of trust is given to JP. And I think that this is a real big make it or break it year. I'm hoping he exceeds my expectations, but if he regresses a little bit, it wouldn't shock me.
1: Yeah. I mean, with the, the hot start you talked about last year, I believe in the, f- in the
0: first month in all of April, I believe. He, he was like leading the MLB, or he was second MLB in board average. Taylor Ward with stupid yeah. angels.
1: He had a high average. He hit four or five home runs in April, and then he just kind of panned out.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm tired of being negative. Let's go back to the <laughs> positive. Lefty, who's overperforming for you this year?
2: I'm going, Gino Suarez. A big year he, last year. I know, I know. I'm thinking he's Fire Take here, a, Kane, Another. That's the hose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, I'm thinking sorry. he's gonna have another thirty-plus home run year with a hundred RBIs because the top of the lineup is even better. <laughs> um, and I think he could. Probably he might have a decent amount of strikeouts, but I think his average might be a little bit better as well. Uh, give, 240s, give me, 250s oh, range. Give me, give me that 260, 265
1: average. <laughs> okay, yeah, 265, 35 <laughs> bombs. Blown well, back over here. Oh 90, my. <laughs> 96 RBIs on the year. I'm taking it.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, in the worst kept secret of this episode. Kane, the listeners are just sitting on the edge of their seats yeah. wondering who your over is <laughs> going to be. Let's release the mystery. Give me Jared Kelnick. <laughs> Give
1: him to me. Um. So, as I've said in recent episodes, this is a make it or break it year for Jared Kelnick with the Mariners organization. If he does not perform well, don't be surprised at the deadline. Or in the offseason, he gets dealt. Do not be surprised because this is going on year three in the bigs. And you've had so much hype building and building and building around you from the Mets trade to making the team. We all thought, damn, this dude is the real deal. As, As Coach Red has said in the past, absolutely electric in Tacoma. I did say that, but That's, once I, once tweet. he's once he steps <laughs> on the major league field, I mean, he just gets in his head. There have been times where he's been sent down, got called up, had great plate discipline, but I think this is a year you're going to see a 25 plus home run season out of Jared Kelenic.
2: You're going to see it all. aroma must have spark his home run energy. <laughs> well,
1: it's like if you want to be a part of this team's bright future. I think the two main staples you need to have in your outfield are Jared Kalanick and Julio. Yeah. To have those two feed off each other. I mean, let's look back at spring training where they went back to back. That was awesome. Yeah. And, and you could definitely get away with Julio being your one and JK being your two hitter. I like it. Let's make it happen. <laughs>
2: Make it happen,
0: Captain. Go, Tred.
1: Who's your overperformer this year?
0: Come on, man. Come on, man. He's not even on the 26th man right now. It's my boy, Dylan Moore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) With them them buying out some arbitration years and giving him that extension where they're locking him down to true money, I think that you're going to see when he's healthy, he's going to platoon. I think that with with the soggy arm and maybe some injuries that pop up with JP, you're going to see him in the lineup a lot more. And when you hear Jerry Depoto and Scott Service talk about Dylan Moore, it's always in the highest of praises. I think that that COVID shortened year, you saw the glimpse of what he could be, and he's been hit with a little bit of injuries here and there. Once he puts it all together, the guy's electrifying defensively all across the board. He's got great speed. And God, when he runs into a ball, it goes a country mile. Mm-hmm. I mean, having this guy as the super utility, I think by the end of the year he could be locking down a starter spot. You wanted fire, you save it for the fireman. <laughs> oh, Los you,
2: Bomberos.
0: You wanted the thunder, we're giving you the the you electric factory
1: <laughs> in in uh, video format.
0: Video and audio, but if you want to also see it in writing. Or other video clips or shorts. Hop on over to social media. Maybe follow a guy like me, your boy Coach Red, on Twitter at the Real Coach Red on Instagram at the Real Underscore Coach Red. Also, hop on over to YouTube. Search kicking it with Coach Red. Like, subscribe, hit the bell notifications. Maybe a drop, a comment or two. Kane,
1: where you at? You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Killing
2: Kane. Lefty France. Bring us home. (laughs) You can follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at D France 13. Follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Red
0: Pod. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. Go Mariners. And as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace.